0: So Here's a little extract from Into the Frozen South by James Marr. Chapter 1. Hope Realised It was difficult to believe that I stood a fighting chance of being chosen as one of that band of gallant adventurers bound for the frozen south. Hope ran high when it was made known to me that I was among the ten candidates who were to be inspected by Sir Ernest Shackleton. But even so, my heart misgave me. True enough, we ten had been weeded out of thousands who applied in response to the wide appeal published in the early summer of 1921 for volunteer scouts to accompany the famous explorer on what promised to be an ideal adventure. But that such good fortune as came would be mine was well-nigh incredible. Yet the miracle happened. A dream grew into reality. So, welcome to the very, very first Request 2021 podcast. Um, And my idea with these podcasts is that um, hopefully uh, by listening in you'll be able to come on the journey with us to Antarctica Um, and I'm going to continue the podcast all the way through to the expedition and afterwards um, so that uh, we can get some of the highlights uh, of the expedition onto the podcast Um, and some of the planning and the preparation and the thought that goes into a project like this. So we've been planning it now for five years, uh, probably six years now, and um, we've got got to the stage where we're trying to raise lots of money. Um, We've raised over £32,000 already, but we've got a long way to go to reach our £110,000 target. Um, Now, this episode uh, is going to revolve around an interview that I did with uh, two scouts from Medway uh, Towns, and that's uh, Silas and Seb. And they have been, um, well, tirelessly raising money for us. Um, So, um, uh, and they uh, first um, decided that they were uh, going to do a 100 mile sail, and they did that, and they raised over £500 for the expedition. not stopping there they then decided that they were going to do this uh, 100 mile swim which you'll hear about today which I've interviewed them at the end of their 100 mile swim it's absolutely fantastic Um, and then uh, they they have future plans as well to to raise more money for the expedition now they're too young to go on the expedition um, so um, it's really sort of selfless that they're themselves for to to raise money um, for, for their fellow scouts to go to Antarctica Um, So we've got that interview coming up in a moment. Um, It's a really exciting time for the project. We've just selected our two Scottish Scouts uh, to represent Scotland um, and to join us on the expedition. So we've now got eight from Kent and uh, and two from Scotland. So we've got Emma and Sam have joined us um, and they're both from Aberdeen. Uh, which is where one of the original scouts that went with Shackleton 100 years ago, um, James Marr, came from Aberdeen. So there's lots of connections there. And it's great that uh, Scotland's going to be represented. So we've become a, a national scouting project now. Um, and I hope it's going to sort of really increase the profile of Request uh, 2021 as we, as we get closer to the Shackleton 100-year anniversary and the anniversary of the Quest expedition. Um So, uh, what else? Well, uh, we've now got the dates of the expedition, and we know that we are going to be sailing from South America um, uh, on the 27th of December 2021 for 21 days down to Antarctica and back. So it's really exciting that we've been talking to Bark Europa, that's the tall ship um, that we're actually going to be sailing on as part of the crew, and uh, we're going to be sailing um, just after Christmas, so 27th of December 2021. Um, So the other thing that we're doing is we've got a a partnership building up with the Lady Daphne Thames Barge and they're going to be part of uh, us recreating the ship uh, going under Tower Bridge exactly 100 years to the day on the 17th of September 2021. So to to get some PR uh, just as they did 100 years ago and to promote what we did. And um, the Lady Daphne's uh, this month, uh, November uh, 2019, is coming back from London down to Faversham, And it's going to be in a dry dock in Faversham over the winter months and into spring. And um, so we're uh, appealing to scouts all around Kent to actually um, help us to do some maintenance work on the Lady Daphne. There's going to be interesting stuff to do. There's going to be sort of painting and fixing, but also working on the sails. Um and uh, finding out all about the, the maintenance work that's needed on a tool ship and that can obviously be used towards uh, some of the higher awards and, and and volunteer hours and service um, so if you're interested in that get in touch with the team and um, I'm sure we can um, get you involved in helping us uh, on the ship so um, that's the Lady Daphne um, anyhow over to the interview so we're going to hear from uh, my interview with Silas and Seb and this is just after they've finished their 100 mile swim <laughs> so where are we we're at the who, who?
1: sport, sport
0: this is who, who sports center right sport who Who Leisure Centre? I can't even say that.
1: Leisure <laughs> so who in Leisure my Centre? Say. So, so, okay. so we got
0: Silas and Seb. And when when did you get this crazy idea? Um,
1: uh, six seven months ago.
0: It's about yeah. seven months ago now. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously you did the hundred mile sail.
1: Yeah.
0: And then you were gonna do the climb. Yeah. And yeah. what what how how far were you gonna climb? A uh, hundred miles. So you were going to climb a uh, climb hundred miles upwards? Yeah, we were going to <laughs> yeah. climb... Um, the equivalent of...
1: Uh, at the tallest mountain in the world. Ah,
0: yes. And then you got the crazy idea of swimming. Yeah. yeah. So how yeah. experienced swimmers were you when you started?
1: Um, Our latest badges were um, 200 metres, which is four lengths. And I think 50 metres, which is two lengths. So
0: that's all you'd done time. when you got this yeah, idea? that's
1: your only bad the only badge we've got. The most I've ever done. Yeah. It was 33, and that took me two hours. 33. And then we had to do about one, yeah. And, and then my highest now is, in one hour, I did 83 lengths.
0: Oh, that's amazing, So Wow. So, and to that, tonight, you have mm. finished over, what did we say it was in the end? Over 6,000... 6, six thousand four hundred lengths that is just unbelievable it's like i am so proud of you two doing this it's like it's it's just brilliant and the fact you're doing it for other people as well it's like yeah cool so what was the worst part what would you say in the last six months what was the hardest thing
1: um when you've been doing it for five or six months yeah well five months and you just want to finish yeah because it gets Cause a bit it, it, tedious a bit
0: monotonous yeah, yeah swimming's very going monotonous when you down. go up and down yeah but you just kept going why did you keep going uh
1: because we saw that um people would get an amazing experience uh-huh. to go to it and talk
0: so you've done it all the time for the team with keeping the team in mind yeah
1: Yeah. thank
0: you so much i'm just like i still can't believe you've like actually just kept going with it Mm -hmm. because it hasn't been easy has it and i think you were ill and then mum um you you damaged your foot and it's just incredible Mm. so okay um and so, have you worn the same kit all the time? Have you always had goggles, or have you been yeah. changing it? Or
1: yeah, we've always had. How many goggles. pairs of goggles have you yeah. got through? Well, <laughs> we well, just kept. Yeah, you've had the same ones yeah, the whole time. we bought those at the start. Yeah, and we've managed to keep them going, but they have a couple of scratches on them. Yeah. But you, they, they, they've lasted. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. And what would you advise if somebody else was going to go and swim a hundred miles? What advice would you give them?
1: Um. It'll get tedious. Uh-huh. But you can do it. Okay. It's what would you say?
0: Me. Why aren't you prepared? <laughs> because, but yeah. Just making sure you brought everything with you. <laughs> cool. Um and obviously we've shouted about it on Facebook and mm. it's been on Twitter. Um and people have, have donated. I think we've raised mm. over two hundred pounds so far. Oh uh, yeah. So that's great. What would you say to anyone out there who, you know, might want to sort of give you a bit of sponsorship
1: um we would really appreciate the support uh-huh. and that would be amazing
0: cool it would be really
1: helpful um because we uh, we've only got 200 pounds the moment we're getting yeah. there but it's gonna take a while okay so
0: 500 that's amazing i just want to thank you very much from the whole team uh, I'm going to be making a podcast so I'll, I'll try and edit this into my podcast so I'm making a podcast about the expedition as we go um, so uh, you can listen out for it in an episode of the podcast okay, okay. thank you guys thank you there we go now I have a little present for you because I can't um... come here with and and um, you are the second two people on the planet apart from me to have one of these okay <laughs> so you might have noticed I'm wearing a Request um, handmade um, band. These are made by the Scouts of Uganda for us. And we gave them a special design. So I have Thank you so the next much. two. OK, so that's number one, two, three. You are the, Thank so you, so you much. get to Thank have you. one. And uh, you can adjust it. So it's actually adjustable. Mm. And if you put it on and you have now got a friendship bracelet from me, friends for life,
1: Thank you uh, so much. To Thank say
0: you. there you go. You have your own request. Uh, you can hold those. So not even the rest of the team have got them yet. So you are like you've got them before the rest of the team. So this is the only other one been issued. So that is cool. hot off the press. We've only just had them made. So they're going to be selling for 5 pounds each for the expedition. So uh, you get you get one for free. Thank you. I think you deserve it. Thank Thank you so So much. much. Thanks, guys. Thank you. So that was my interview with Silas and Seb. Uh, If you do want to support Silas and Seb and uh, spur them on on their next great 100-mile adventure challenge, uh, I think they're going to do a uh, sponsored kayak Um, So that's their their next plan. Um, uh, You can visit our website, which is www.request21.org.uk. So that's www.request21.org.uk. And on there, you can find the support button and click through to our Virgin Money Giving page. Thanks, guys. So a little bit on krill. Uh, Krill uh, is a shrimp-like crustacean, um, and it's often described as the the main species down there in the Southern Ocean. It's in huge abundance. There's uh, estimated to be something like um, sort of about 800 trillion krill individuals, including eggs and larvae. So it's massive, it's a wide distribution, it's found at all depths in the southern ocean um, and its importance is absolutely key to the food chain in Antarctica. So the role of krill as a major species and a grazer means that uh, it has a profound influence on all the food webs um, and all the cycles, uh, environmental cycles down there. It's also caught by a fishery and uh, um What's happening is that by man fishing and overfishing krill, that's having a disruption on the ecosystem. Um, so krill is used in a number of products, um, and uh, that overfishing uh, without control is is really having an environmental um, impact. So um, our, our krill project, the TASK project, um, we feel that our task is to raise awareness of the importance of krill um, and uh, it's, it, its important part in the food chain. Now, British Antarctic Survey um, have uh, done a lot of research around krill already. Um, so we wanna tap into some of the work that they've done. Um, they've got a project called Krill Base, um, which is a, a data rescue and compilation project. Um, and that is uh, trying to get lots of information about Antarctic krill. Um, so over time we want to develop our krill project um, as so that scouts can actually help raise awareness of this important um, environmental issue um, and how it affects the whole food chain in Antarctica. Okay, so that's the end of the first uh, request 2021 podcast uh, i hope you've enjoyed it um, we will sort of uh, be taking feedback and uh, if you can uh, give us a like or uh, um, uh, some positive feedback on uh, in any of the uh, podcast um, sites where we get listed uh, that would be absolutely fantastic uh, give us feedback. I'm sure we can improve it. Uh, it's just the first one, um, and uh, we can um, keep adding things to try and make it a podcast that really gets information out about the project um, as we go forward. So, uh, and that's my uh, part of my project for Antarctica. Um, I'm going to be working on a soundscape project and recording sounds in Antarctica. Um, so, that will all become. Um, part of the podcast um when I return um be able to keep up um producing content about Antarctica uh before and after. So uh anyway, um have a read of the show notes, um visit our website and please continue to support the expedition and the project as it goes forward. Cheers for now.